0: <laughs> all right my lovely. this is christina mckinney with karma's eye psychic llc here on universal spirit podcast i have a guest joining me today the name of aradia
1: arcanum
0: aradia could you please introduce yourself
1: yes um first thank you for having me <laughs> um I am, as you said, a Rady Arcanum, uh, also known as the Witch of Dark Light on all social platforms. Um, Do you want me to give a little history about myself? Yes,
0: please. I love that name, Dark Light. I love it.
1: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, you know, with like most witches or people that have come uh crossed over to the side the dark side uh if you will um I grew up in Christianity and uh, took that long journey and long road to um you know discovering my path and who I was because I had to unlearn everything and relearn who I really was so I joined the coven, I went through uh, so many different like classes, I wanted to soak it all in. So So what uh, age was this? um, At the age that I was in the coven, um, this was about, I went through a lot of my life, but well, I mean, when I left the church, because I was, I went through this whole process of really because when I get into something, I like dive deep into it. So I was really heavily into church, right? So when I left, I had to be trying to do the recall now of my ages. Um, I was in my latter, I want to say, mid 20s. Okay, almost latter 20s. But then when I left that I during that time, I had to realize it was like, you know something had broken in my life, and I had to learn how to fix it. So I went through trying to see what it was that I wanted to, um, who I was. So then, um, around my mid thirties, I, I I tried a couple of things, but around my mid thirties, I decided that you know more towards latter 30s, but I tried searching out um anything witchy. So I had finally ran into this coven. And so I spent a few years in the coven. And then I realized it was a Wiccan coven. So then I realized um I wanted a little something different. So I'm still friends with them to this day because we didn't depart in you know, bad terms. Okay. But I decided that I wanted a different path. So from that and while in a coven, and after that, I was learning um astrology. I took uh courses on herbs. I <laughs> I did I became a Reiki master. I learned all types awesome. of video work, tuning forks. Um, because I just wanted to soak it in. You know what? I felt like I was uh at a being at the age that I was at that point. I felt like I was against the clock, right? So I wanted to soak up everything. And after uh, coming out of the coven, I then looked for, as they say, the more darker side of things, because I, you know, my name is Dark Light, the Witch of Dark Light. So I needed to understand the polarities and all aspects of these things. So I and now till today but i went into the the community of witches vampires werewolves <laughs> and all of these things so it helped me to tap into the the darker side which helped me um in shadow work which was you know a lot of shadow work but so it you know when you fast forward with all of that information and all of that all of those things i have a- obtained over the years It has brought me to a place right now that I want to share all of that, like package it (laughs) and share it to to the world in the form of helping uh, others understand their personal alchemy and what that looks like in everything that they do. So that is what I preach on (laughs) social media and all my platforms. So that's where I am today.
0: So for our audience, could we ask, what is your zodiac sign?
1: My son is Libra. Oh, Ooh. you want to know the other two? No, yes, <laughs> oh, just the sun, yes, yes. okay. Of course. My, my sun is Libra, my rising is Taurus, and my moon is Leo. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I guess that would make
0: sense you being a Libra, you know, the dark and the light. Right. So I guess, you know, the balance of the scales, keeping everything, you know, in order, so to yeah. speak, just having that natural flow of balance and justice and peace and calm and Absolutely. just the polarities of the universe. So it's like it's already in you. Right. Um, just being born a Libra, you're telling me that you're an astrology expert and all my viewers <laughs> know I love astrology. That's a <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, because I have to be a Libra Moon, I think that's why this is happening between us right now. <laughs> oh right? wow! Yeah, you know how it is? You no, know, any type of Libra placements is like it's like chatty, 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 and something shiny,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. I tell everybody right. if you're talking to me, I might go squirrel.
0: <laughs> As soon as something shiny goes by, I don't care what's happening. I have to look right. and just figure right. out what it is. <laughs> so you said you were you were a raised Christian, and then now you find yourself, you know, being more spiritual. Um, do you feel like that helped you find your path, or do you feel like, you know, I know you said you were you felt like you were against the clock. But you know the, the real purpose of this of this talk is really just to get out there to give to give a perspective of a lot of people and how they found their path and why they're still on it, why they're so dedicated to it. And you know, I just wanted to know if you know being raised Christian either helped you or maybe felt like
1: it was like a stumbling block. Um, I'm gonna say it it did help me, but in many ways it crippled me because. And I'm not going to say that it's Christianity. I'm going to say it is the people that preach it. The because at this level I'm at now, I, you know, there's mystical Christianity, esoteric Christianity <laughs> that's out there that's very powerful. Um, so for me, uh, my belief is more of how it was taught to me. So it developed such a fear I can remember growing up reading revelations like oh my gosh I it developed such a fear in me that it crippled me you know to make any move like I couldn't make any move without being scared that I was like going to hell you know so those are that is the main way that it you know I I, that it crippled me but The good, I'm going to say there was a lot of good because it taught me um, faith. So the part where I was naturally intuitive, I would find myself as a little kid seeing like the bullies in the park. So I would immediately begin to um, like call like Jesus or spirit or whoever to help me like make me blind, not me blind, (laughs) make them blind that they can't see me um, and I'll just walk through or whatever. So I began to to develop this understanding of speaking to spirit and understanding that there there's a presence there um, that's listening and helping and guiding me. So um, that developed in me. So that part of Christianity or growing up in the way that I did uh, definitely stuck and helped me today with, all the stuff that I'm into now
0: because <laughs> what I'm hearing too as well um you're putting together a really extravagant way of you know having like this different perspective where it's like now now there are different fears right like your fear of going to hell is, that's no longer a fear now I guess what what would your fear be now like fear of not staying the path you know because for it to be such you know you know 180 obviously a
1: fear has to be you know most most definitely and for that that fear dissipated over time it took a while currently I would say any my fear is not being free and not being able to express that so I understand now that there's no one stopping me, but myself. So now I'm accountable, right? I'm, I'm the one right. that has to make sure that, that um I'm living this, this free life, this, uh, you know, my best magical life and it's up to me. So that's where my fear sets in that I, you know, won't, I'll allow those things to hinder me, whatever those hangups are to hinder me from, you know, as a Libra, I, we want to be free, and I have my Aquarius North Node, so I'm like, don't put me in a box. But right. then I have to make sure that I'm not putting my own self in a box. So that right. is honestly my greatest fear. Whenever I find myself in a in a corner or in a predicament or in a space where I feel like it's hindering my freedom, um, I I let it go. You know. <laughs>
0: Well, you just touched on something that I've been hearing a lot lately um, in regards to people in their spiritual path when you talked about accountability and then putting yourself back into a box because um, I believe it would be fair to say that a lot of people who come out of organized religion, not just Christianity, that once they consider themselves to be free, they they kind of like develop this awareness that the, the organized religion gave them some type of cognitive dissonance, right? Where it's kind of like, they were so, you know, attached to that belief system that they allowed it to put them in a box. So now that you're free, it's kind of like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be the one that then puts yourself in the box. We're like, how how, am I still conditioned to put myself in some type of box or some type of label? Because I don't feel that you have, you know, like a, a definitive label, like you, you really are expressing that, you know, your gifts, your interests, you know, and, you know, the, the things that you are still wanting to learn or, or do to be very fluid, to be very eclectic, you know, and to be very, like you said, you want to be free and you you can't, like you, you've expressed that you can't even get to the point where you are right now without being free, you right. know, so I just found that very interesting how that is something that people they say it but they don't really go that deep into it and that's literally what I got out of that 30 second oh. like, <laughs> like what you said like, I can feel a lot like your energy is so like, amazing it's it's very like it's deep okay oh, like, that, that's why I felt like such a strong pull to speak with you I, I know you have a lot Like you have a lot to teach, like you have a lot to to give to the world. And that's that's what you said. That's what your purpose really is. That You really just want to get, you know, what you've learned out to the world Um, because we are experiencing, you know, recently in this age of Aquarius that we're experiencing a lot of people who are basically taking off, I guess, what you would call their sheep's clothing. But they're not all wolves. I just feel like, you know, we've we've been conditioned to wear the sheep costume right to fit in with everyone else and nowadays you know at least the last two years or so people have just been slowly slipping it off And just like I don't need to wear this like <laughs> I don't need to be at work from nine to five I don't need to yeah, be can... doing this I don't need to be in this relationship you know and I I feel you have something or well, you definitely have something to bring to the table of that discussion of seeing this global awakening Like, I want to know, like, how you feel about it, how your beliefs fit in, do they fit in? I know there's a loaded questions, but (laughs) I know you can answer them. Uh, But since we are seeing some so much of this, you know, liberation, you know, like, I want like, I want you to, like, give me some foreshadowing of your experience of liberation that you could see with the collective now.
1: Well, one of the reasons why I um, am big, big on um, sharing that it is important to know your personal alchemy is because like I was saying, I, you know, I came out of that bondage, but bondage didn't go away. Right. I had to learn to be free. So when we talk about, we, you know, I like taking it back to astrology. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I, like I said, my Aquarius is you know my north node is in Aquarius so that would make my you know my um my south node is in Leo so a lot of we're more comfortable with our south node because this is what we came into this this world with having that knowledge so in my in my past lives for you know all who subscribe to that idea in my past lives I came into this world already having like I must've been uh, somebody on stage and, you know, or I Mm must've been like this princess or whatever, you know, the light was shined on me, but now I'm, I have to learn that it's not about me. That is about the collective. And I have to take all of what I learned through my past lives and let it be for the collective. So when someone, and that is my biggest thing. Now, when everybody comes out of, when their eyes, have opened, and when they have these awakenings, I feel like it is important. That's a like a pivotal moment. It's important for you to realize that you have to figure out the right way. Don't go back into because I went into Wicca, right? Because that's the 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 next step from Christianity for me. That was I like, know, and they're so closely you know, related. It is. <laughs> So I was like, it was like easing, you know, it was good. It was like a buffer. It eased me out. So, but you have to, when you awaken, you have to really, there's steps to awakening, right? You can't just say I'm free because then it'll take away from all of the trauma that you still have there. It's still there. That's not going to go away because you see what, what, you know, it is, or you have awakened, so you really have to understand all those parts about yourself. You have to understand your South node, right? You can't just understand your North node, your purpose. Now you have to understand all the baggage and the karma that, it, you know, that came with it. So that's my biggest thing. Everybody's saying, oh, we're awakening. This is the new age. Um, yes, that's fine and and good, but you still have to understand all sides of the picture, the dark, the light. Merge the history with, you know, bring it forward to the the modern time now and learn how that works, you know, best for you and, and, you know, don't awaken to put yourself back into the box. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay. So side note, though, because I've had this argument for years and yes, it involves astrology. Okay. So, <laughs> so. Most most of the Christian church, most of the denominations, most of the conservative um, people in Christianity, they will completely reject astrology, right? When it's clear in not only in the mundane bible but also in like the lost books of the bible they make many many references even in the jesus story they make references to astrology to find jesus right Right. so it's i find it fairly interesting how the christian church has rejected astrology altogether but they have no problem in you know including it in this one or two three stories like oh well that was just for the astrologers that's not for regular people and I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, if, if you can believe, like, I'm just going to ask you, like, if you can believe that God created, right, or universe, whoever created all of these universes and galaxies and planets, wouldn't you find it to be relevant? Like, wouldn't you find their existence to be as re- just as relevant as the cows he created? Like, I, I'm i just so, I'm so thrown as to why astrology is, is really just kind of like, like, you know, like crumbled like a cracker and it's just like tossed in the trash. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, he invented the planets, but, you know, that's not for us. I mean, like, what? who are they for then?
1: <laughs> I think like, in, in having that conversation with my with my mother as a pastor and, you know, she's just now finishing up, I think she finished up um, schooling, mm-hmm. you know, so she's, and it was like a, um, already like a Pentecostal uh university so there's really truly no freedom in learning history there still but I had that conversation with her about astrology and her biggest I I think their biggest thing is they're so in in so much in fear that they don't even want to say yeah I can see how this is this is right so she she told me she said you know what as long as you put God first, as long as you know that it's it's God that's, you know, doing these things or, you know, so that was like her, the biggest thing is make sure before you do anything that you know that this is coming from, this is the source of where it's coming from. So it is hard for them to see. And I'm speaking from experience because I couldn't see a lot of things when I was, when I was a Christian, I I was blind and stuff literally was written right in front of me, right? Black and white on paper in my face. It wasn't until I opened my eye, came out of it, read it again and was like, oh my goodness, this was here all the time. Right. So so it's like, they, the, the, it starts with, you know, he created the heavens and the stars, the greater and the lesser lights as they call it. It starts out with astrology. <laughs> so you know Exactly.
0: <laughs> right. So I just I just wanted to throw that side note in, you know, from an extra astro- from an astrology expert. I was just like, I just, <laughs> you know, is it not is it me? That it just sounds a little ridiculous. Like I know that's like a, a personal, you know, attack, but it's kind of like, is it just me? Like, you it's know, not because it's it this-
1: it's blind. You know. They're
0: still up there. I mean, Jupiter and Neptune, and they're, they're, they're still up there, and they're gonna still be up there. Shouldn't we talk about them at some point? You yeah, know, like even the, the science the
1: behind it, right? You know, yeah, yes,
0: because it's kind of like they're even even just even just the the science of a planet and its conditions you know, it's weather and it's rotations and the things that it affects. And for all we know, like it affects other planets for all we know, when Mercury goes retrograde, maybe it affects Uranus at some point. I don't know. You know, like, we're not even there yet. But like, why don't we talk about it? Right. right? And I feel like even in this awakening like this, like, do you feel this is like the perfect time to start those conversations, for us to really go deeper into things that we are not going deep enough into. Like, I feel as though this awakening has a lot to do with us just being done with the mundane stuff. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like this is going to be done. Like, I know astrology is an acquired taste. However, though, I don't, I'm I'm asking, do you find that it is a, a, a beneficial conversation to have in order for us to see where we could be going? You know, just as a society or as a as a species, really. Like,
1: well, since we let's 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 go Christianity, right? You know that that um saying where they have don't cast your pearls before swine, um, and not not calling anybody swine. <laughs> but, no, I, I'm following. Right, so I find. Now, with so many like new agers and and um these people that are young awakening, even even you know older people just not awakening um, it's a bit difficult because there's we're in this i call it the the microwave age, right everything is quick, everything is fast, so. I feel like too much knowledge for them is going to like fall on deaf ears because I'm having to working with people and mentoring the people I am, I'm, I'm having to always fall back on saying, make sure you have patience. You have to, this is a foundation you have to get in to yourself, you know, build it first, then you can do this. But, because they have been awakened, it's like they see the prize already, so they know it's there, they know it's available, so all they wanna do is grab it when it's you know you can't just do that because you know it's just like ripping off a band aid too early, or you know it's just you have to have i'm finding a lot of people don't have the patience now and and just because you can see it doesn't mean. It is available for you at that moment in that space and that time. It's, it's it's a process. It's a process. That's my but I don't, if I don't leave anything, if anybody that's listening doesn't hear anything else that I say, it's a process, is the thing that everyone needs to understand in this day and age.
0: Now, I have a question. Now, do you believe in reincarnation in any way?
1: Oh, absolutely! I do. So I got... Do you
0: feel? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. No, I was saying. So, do you feel like maybe people who might have awakened in their older age might, and then you know, universally be reincarnated to, I guess, experience what the the I guess the opposite of what they've been taught? Talk- I know it's like a crazy idea, right? <laughs> because I'm a, I'm full of sci fi ideas in this little brain of mine, but I mean. <laughs> If you know someone in their old age is like, oh my goodness, I lived my entire life and I I just lived this way and this is actually the truth and this actually makes more sense and this is what's really actually happening and I've you know already spent you know all of my life going in the wrong way or not wrong way but the opposite direction. Do you feel like universally that person being reincarnate or maybe that's like the purpose of reincarnation? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I know it sounds like a, like a, like a seventh grade question. But...
1: Well, I've, I, I can t- give you an example in personal experience. Someone that felt like she was in someone else's body, that the person that was in that body had died and she walked into the body. I forget what you there's a there's a they have terminology for it. I forget what it's called. But she then walked and in, stepped into this body. So it's like this physical body is available and this person is like, I want to um end my contract here in this world. So that leaves room for someone else to um take on this body. So she felt like this is what she was and right. she felt the same uh, the same exact way that you're saying like she all of a sudden woke up and she saw the life she was living like it wasn't her own life and mm-hmm. she had to turn everything around and and live how she felt like she should have been living so she actually that I've actually met someone that experienced that exact thing
0: okay oh awesome
1: yeah so it's it's not it's not um it's not a a stupid question or a seventh grade question because there's actually people out here that are at least saying this is the experience that they have okay okay
0: because I I just always have like, you know, kind of like, you know, a sympathetic heart where I'm just kind of like, well, what if they just was taught, you know, this way and they, they have a choice and now they're just so set in their ways. And, you know, it's just not, you know, what's really going to lead them to, you know, where, you know, where we would assume to be, you know, the, the higher self or the higher path, right, of the 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 highest dimension possible for our, for our greater good, right, yeah. whether it all comes with roses or not. Uh, I've also been meaning to ask you if you have had, you know, any publications. You know, do you teach classes?
1: Um, I I do not have any publications, um, but stay tuned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you working on something? I I it's in the it's in the uh, as they say zeitgeist. It's in the in the head right now, but um, okay. I've been thinking about it. Um, I. Currently, um, this. I'm working on a course that I've held back to come out after the uh, solar eclipse is over with. And um, it's called the Practical Magic Witchcraft course. Ooh. And um, and over, I'm just mentoring people over on my Patreon, which I find is a lot of fun. Because, you know, when you do YouTube videos and you go, you know, you this is, and you don't have to do it a visual approach, but you know, that's what I do. So you have to get ready, prepared, but over on Patreon, I'm like down, you know, I'm like let my hair down <laughs> and be, you know, <laughs> really personal um uh with my patrons and they get to ask me questions that they can't ask online, you know, they they really need help and I'm it you know it's like I really feel fulfilled helping them. So um those are the places where I'm really um active. You know, I have my website where I um, also do readings. I just started back doing readings and I approach it with the astrology, not your, your basic um, natal chart reading, but I okay. approach it with giving the information that is, that shows your personal alchemy and how you can apply oh. it uh, spirituality in your life.
0: Oh, that's, that, that's great. That's different. That's definitely different. I I love how when a reading can empower people, right? You're not just giving out outcomes. You're kind of just like, hey, there's like a million outcomes inside of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. So for for our listeners, could you tell us where we can find you on social media?
1: I am all over the place as the Witch of Dark Light. Everywhere, you can find me everywhere as the Witch of Dark Light. Uh witchofdarklight.com. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um thewitch of Um on YouTube as The Witch of Dark Light. I'm on Instagram, um, Pinterest. I'm not active on Twitter, although I'm at, I am over there, but I'm not um pr- pretty active over there. But um yes, Instagram, all those places at the Witch of Dark Light. And um yeah, I'm, I'm very active on my website as well. I'm I'm always posting a blog. The the last blog I just did was about the solar eclipse. So I have a lot of juicy stuff over there. And I have like a little library. Um that's my one of my purposes for having a website is also to have like a, a, a library where people can go to and say, you know what, I want to learn, find out about maybe this witchy tool. So I'm okay. building like a library of things um all things witchy all things occult um yeah so I I'm I'm wishing for my website to be like this it won't be the library of alexandria but it will be you
0: know. <laughs> No I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's going to be great um but have you always have you ever thought about opening up a shop I have,
1: I have, I have, I really, I think about it all the time, actually. Um, if I've ever have um, the opportunity, it's, it's, the, it's, it's in there with that, that book I want to write. So it's like, I'm always, okay. about it. <laughs> I got you. you know, okay. so maybe one day, but I, I, I think about it all the time.
0: Okay, so um, I just have about two more questions left. So when we were talking about you know, inching up toward, you know, um, the more people are waking up now and that, you know, people you know, like you are going to definitely be a source of comfort, obviously, right, and definitely a source of information. Um, do you feel like the things that are happening now with the economy and, you know, things with attacking, you know, certain social groups is like a way of trying to, like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call them elites, but you know what I mean, like the people who are in charge are trying to possibly lower our vibration back down to submission, so to speak, because you know I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, (laughs) right? But I know vibrations for sure. So I feel like once everyone starts waking up and then all of a sudden we got to start worrying about the price of milk, it kind of drains the vibration again, you know? Yeah. And like, why would that happen at the exact same time? I just don't believe in coincidences because I am the Scorpio rising. So we are terribly paranoid people. <laughs> uh, we just want to know. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were because, you know, I don't have the best brain around. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, sure.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I want to get yeah. the brain involved to see if I'm, at, I'm actually crazy, you know, yeah. or if I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Like I said, Scorpio rising. we're we're very suspicious of pretty much everything.
1: Right. right? That's so that's intuitive, right? Yeah.
0: Right. Wow. But we don't want to be walking around talking about, hey, the world's gonna end in three days. Even if it did, like we just sound nuts. Like we, yeah. we like get that guy a straitjacket. jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like is yeah. it Never comes
1: no, I, out I, um, I, I am of the belief that I don't discount anything. So, it logically, if things aren't going the way the uh, I'm trying to find a word for them, like <laughs> the the higher higher ups, right? There's a system that they want to keep in place and that will not happen if we have all of these people awakening because it takes people to make their vision you know be alive so the less people they have which is those people that are still asleep still plugged into the matrix the less people they have they can't control they're losing the control, so I absolutely one hundred percent believe that things are chaos is caused to cause order for them, so right. chaos in their eyes is putting us back on that lower frequency so I think that is another thing that uh this is why again, I'm always spinning things back to your personal alchemy. Because when you understand these things, when you understand yourself, you feel those vibrations, you right. feel those things happening and you, you're you going to question it. You're going to, you know, you're going to be like, well, what is that? Why does this feel like this? Why, why is the prices so high right now? And we have this happening simultaneously. So yeah, I 100% believe that um, there are things put into place to shift reality. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'm just having a thought right now. What you said earlier, um, since you are very well about feeling vibrations, I wanted to take take us back to in our conversation when you were talking about how when you would see a bully and you would you know you would pray or try to do something to get. Do you feel now that you understand that your your personal alchemy, like that's what we would be doing, right? If we were to be aware of the, the, the wool being pulled over our eyes like i like like that was such a profound thing to say like wouldn't we all then because it wouldn't just be one person running toward the bully now right it'd be right. it'd be the whole playground going after right. the one bully right right so right. like I feel like you just have so much to offer like how do you feel like what would you tell how would you tell someone to tap into their spiritual alchemy um so the collective I guess, could join in and and understand as a whole, because the truth is we would be like a bunch of kids on a playground, really attacking one person because there's, there's so few of them and there's so many of us, you know, like in numbers, numbers, we, we kind of got the numbers, right? But, you know, personal alchemy, I definitely would believe would, would, (laughs) do so much more like wouldn't be no physical running at that point right it'd be right. more like we see something that's wrong and then it's kind of like as a collective we can all have the same thoughts join the consciousness and then make a change kind of right. like as quickly as you were expecting that prayer right but I'm saying like right. I, I don't know if I said it right well I mean, I, I, do you I, feel yeah do you feel as though you have tapped into that and like, like said, what would you tell like how would you tell people to do that
1: well, first, um, yes, I believe I tapped into it. Um, however, it's, again, a process because it's, it's always ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows, right? It's like always something. Mm-hmm. Happening, so It's a continuous work to maintain this level. And, you know, every day is not going to be the higher level day. But the more that I'm flowing in it, the better, you know, that is. But... To be honest, and it's funny, I just, I just posted a video today, um, and it's going to sound funny, but before you can get to that um, place of taking the practical steps to understanding your personal alchemy, just tapping into your magic by tapping into your frequencies by tapping into that inner child. So uh, the video I posted today was sharing three tips to tap into your magic, because in order for you to be empathetic, be um, sensitive to those frequencies, you have to be able to be sensitive. You have to be able to be empathetic. Because we've built up all so many walls over time to be strong to protect ourselves because we had to come against all these things and and religion and you know the traumas through that, so mm-hmm. now we have to make sure that we are equipped and that we can tap into our energy by First, understanding like you can still go and like play on a playground, watch a Disney movie, you know, tap into that inner child. Next, Next I express the importance of being like delusional, right? Dressing up and taking on that, that, uh, dressing like Mal- Maleficent, dressing like the fairy, you know, fake it till you make it, make everything that's inside, that's magical, tap into that by wearing it on the outside. So have fun, do something like that. And then the third thing was you have to make yourself cry sometimes because when you built up a wall, sometimes I know it was difficult for me coming out of a lot of the trauma that I came through to even cry because I'm like, I got all these walls up. (laughs) I can't even get to that emotion. So- I had to learn to tap into all of those things before I can even understand why it's important to know my personal alchemy. So, I would say, in those people that are just waking up, tap into your magic. And the best way that you can do that is acknowledging that inner child that was left behind through all that trauma. Acknowledge the inner child and work through. That moment in meditation and letting yourself cry and listening to that romanticized gothic music with no words and just sit there and give yourself that moment to be vulnerable work through all of that then you can tap into your uh your magic and then you can understand the practical aspects (laughs) of your chart or your personal alchemy I know that, that was a lot to say, I'm sorry. No, no,
0: that was perfect. I, I wanted to know, and that was, that's, that, that's your explanation. That's exactly what <laughs> I wanted to hear, okay? I'm pretty sure my, my viewers are tired of hearing me on here, you know? Because um, I, got, I got straight jacket theories, you know? Um, <laughs> final thoughts. Yeah. For everyone to tap into their personal alchemy, do you feel as though it would be more for, would it be more helpful for the collective um, or do you feel as though people would tap into their own alchemy for more of personal gain, yeah, right? Like we I, would all be trying to be in charge, and then it's like we're all trying to fight each other because now we're all in. Now we're all trying to be in charge. Or do you think people might be smart enough to use that as a tool to help you know each other? Because you know, I guess with humans it can go either way. But I wanted to know what your thoughts were.
1: Well, to avoid the maximum number of that happening. (laughs) Uh, That's why I would say, um, you know, all of what I just said, because when you become more sensitive and empathetic, you know, it's, it changes the way you think when you do um, attain this knowledge, you know, you'll be empathetic to someone else's needs or empathetic to even, you know, other otherwise if you didn't tap into your your emotions your that part of you that inner child it'd be very easy for you to do all of that it'd be very easy for you to say screw the world now I have the knowledge and understanding to do what it is I need to do for myself so this is why it's important to make sure that you address all of those things first (laughs) before acquiring the knowledge (laughs) Well, right. So I was just saying,
0: because it just sounds like a recipe to make a whole world full of villains, right? (laughs) Right. That's how like the last Marvel movie starts. And then it's like, there's no more world after that. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And it's like all the positive alchemists are now living underground. Yeah. It's kind of like, is that where they are right now? (laughs) Yeah. Right. That's where they had to go (laughs) at at once, you know. Listen, like I said, straight jacket over here. (laughs) I have all kinds of crazy wild ideas. I probably shouldn't touch anything sharp. (laughs) But I wanted to say absolutely thank you for joining me on this podcast today. I really appreciate you being a guest. I love everything you had to say. Um, I really love your energy. Um, And it seems as though you are working really hard Um, To make not only your voice known, but also, you know, very passionate about people waking up, people just understanding that, you know, that they don't have to be controlled, they don't have to be, you know, stuck, you know, and you have had a lot of situations where you've moved past those blockages and roadblocks, and obviously not the same as anyone else, but you're more willing to come forward with it as your authentic self. You know, like, I I feel that that is such a, I'm so grateful that you, someone like you is coming on here to speak, you know, like, I really, I really enjoy, I always enjoy our talks um that first time we had that talk right? We should have recorded that conversation <laughs> right <laughs> I don't think about that <laughs> you know <laughs> right you no know, like when you when you meet someone you're just like oh my goodness like I'm, I'm gonna remember the rest of my life <laughs> like <you laughs> know? so it's kind of like you know but you are absolutely a wonderful guest I would love to have you on here um for some more you know focused talks um I really appreciate, like I said, just everything that you're doing. I really hope your book in the works goes, you know, goes very well. I I (laughs) want to hear about what's happening after this full moon. Was it a new moon eclipse? New moon eclipse, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So apparently I know it's all hush hush right now, but I will definitely get back to you after that. So (laughs) again, this is Christina with Karma's Eye Psychic LLC here on Universal Spirit Podcast. And I'm talking with um, Aradia Arcanum. Uh, And uh, Aradia, do you have anything um, left to say for our listeners?
1: Um, Just uh, remember, it's a process. And the magic is tapping to the magic that's inside of you. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. (laughs) All right. So...